0: Wanna know where this is going, Billy?
1: In the garbage, right into the freaking garbage. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this. The last episode of DWN Productions THC podcast sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here at BoyGob.com and wherever the fuck else you're listening to it. But you can get all the links at boygod. Hey, Tom,
0: how's it going? How's your week been?
1: Uh, It's been a week. I ended up uh, going to the doctor. Everybody, uh, I want to apologize for last week when I tried to blow the old microphone here. I I probably gave you all strep throat. So... You might want to run out to the doctor and get some antibiotics for that if you're feeling a little odd in the throat. Which is weird. I gave them all the symptoms. And when I was telling them, they were just like, hmm, that's weird. Normally something you don't want to hear them say. But that's all right. Joe, been dealing with a lot of. Doctor stuff lately, the stuff you don't want to hear them say. So was I'm used to like, it.
0: Was this just you're like going for a checkup or
1: no? Because my throat's been fucked okay, up so all these weeks.
0: Sick, sick. Okay.
1: Yeah, it was just like, God damn. All right. So what the fuck? Because it kept coming and going and coming and going and just like right there and traveling up to my ear and making it hurt some. So I thought for sure, oh fuck genetics and all just strep throat dodged a bullet this time yes so we'll see man
0: and are you feeling better now
1: i mean i felt all right then my throat feels a little better but i guess there's like 10 days of regimented antibiotics and i'm towards the end almost but i don't know (laughs) okay yeah i don't i mean it's pretty much about the same that it was so not when i was first sick all those two months ago but yeah i told them uh it's just like oh yeah i had this for about two months their faces went white (laughs) because you know you have to talk to the person first and then the doctor comes in you tell them all (laughs) the same shit yeah and it was weird because the first lady came in, she was black. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've been having this for about two weeks. just fucking white. Crazy. And then, uh, yeah, <laughs> the, the fucking, then the, the doctor talked about my high blood pressure. And she's just, I guess she's just from looking at me. She's like, oh, yeah, well, I know you're not a happy camper, but you got to find stuff that you like to do to get this blood pressure down. <laughs> ah, I don't know what I like to do. Not much. Just watch movies,
0: Tom. That's all you like to do.
1: Yeah, the shit I like to do fucking elevates my blood pressure. Yeah, I'd fucking sit around, drink beer, smoke weed. And <laughs> yeah, alright, so you're telling me I should do this? Yes, ma'am. Doctor's orders. Um. Yeah, with me, it's just...
0: Prepping shit for Frightmare and figuring out what I can and can't get done in time for that. Uh, But that'll all come together. It's been kind of a blur this week. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of shit I got to get done. A lot of shit. uh, I didn't do anything today but watch movies. And uh, I should have gone into work, but I was already out of larges. And what the fuck can I do with no large shirts, Tom? Not much. And
1: all the other ones?
0: maybe but it doesn't work like that I gotta do do it in a pattern right Skylar?
1: Mm. Right,
0: yeah I know yeah. you know from all your shirt making experience <laughs> uh, yeah watch the movies I watched uh the bloody pit of horror I didn't talk about this one last week did I nah bloody pit of horror this is a I think it's Italian maybe maybe it's Spanish. I don't know, but uh some people are going around and they're trying to make a you know what a photo novel is, Tom? It's a it's a book but like a book of a movie and it just has stills from the movie in there and like maybe like little word captions coming up like comic books. What the fuck do you want? Your love. Um yeah, so they go to this castle, and they're hoping to take some pictures there. And uh, they brought some bimbos along with them, and it's going to be a racy photo novel. But uh, they get in the castle, and uh, the guy that owns the castle is real reclusive, you know, but he notices that, hey, one of his old ladies is among the models that's going to be there. says, okay, y'all can can go ahead and do that, but don't go into the dungeon. You know, just stay out of the dungeon. And they don't, Tom. They go into the dungeon. So he puts on a luchador mask and proceeds to kill them one by one because
1: he's kind with of with just... a fucking handgun?
0: Uh no, he's got like torture <laughs> devices and I don't know. It's not good. It's not good at all, man. This movie was just really, really fucking boring. None of the dames look good. Uh it just sucked. All the kills sucked. I don't know. This is a uh, This movie it's been in public domain forever. So a lot of people have put it out, but I don't understand why. I don't understand why, Tom. It's not good. Do not public them. domain. It is already in the for sale box. Uh yeah, sorry Severin. this was not a good one.
1: Mm. Yeah, ah, uh, shit, so we're talking about what we watched, huh? Yeah. Alright, well, uh, yeah, we're still this far in, so, uh, haven't swore yet, so we'll hold off on that one, because that'll, that'll involve some language of color, I, I assume. Joe, have you ever seen a television station, or watched a television station, excuse me, <laughs> back in the day called g4
0: yeah i watched it a little i was never uh uh devotee of g4 i didn't really care a whole lot about it every once in a while something would catch my eye but nah.
1: is that because you're not a big fat fucking nerd
0: probably i mean i'm (laughs) nerd you know but i'm not big and fat i didn't know that was a requirement for g4 Mm -hmm. but uh Yeah, I guess a lot of gamers are big and fat because they just sit around and game all day,
1: right? I guess so. I just kind of bought those because I liked them at the time. I played them once, I think. Uh, The Wii
0: at least tried to get them to move their arms a little, but uh, they didn't go for that, did they?
1: I don't think so. Uh.
0: And you're a big Dance Revolution guy?
1: No, but old Curran was, holy (laughs) shit, that's like his favorite game ever. He'd spent his life savings at the mall, fucking making the buttons on the floor or whatever cry with all his dancing. That's not a lie at all, 100%. He fucking loves that shit. (laughs) Go check out the uh, credits of Race War the Remake. That's all his fucking dance, dance revolution moves, I'm sure. Anyways, Joe, back Any- in the day, 10, 15 years ago, there was a uh, entertainment. I guess it was like the first channel for video games called G4. And uh, they had some shows on there. I remember them playing a lot of cops and a lot of uh, Ninja Warrior. And a lot of reruns of Ninja Warrior. And uh, their two big shows was like a video game review show called X-Play. And like a talk show, maybe, variety show called Attack of the Show. Have you ever seen that one, Joe? Any episodes of that?
0: I don't know. I mean, there was one that was just like a... uh not a news program but just like telling you about new shit that was coming out in gaming and he had some dorky guy and a tall redhead chick and they would just talk about games was, was
1: the dorky guy a midget
0: uh he had like dyed white or dyed blondish black <laughs> <like, Latin laughs> hair maybe
1: yeah, I think that was X Play where they were talking, like reviewing video games. Yeah, and talking about a uh, new video games. Yeah, that's that a- one was
0: remember from
1: G four. That one was all right. I'd watch it from time to time, but I'm not the biggest video game guy. So if they're not talking about Mortal Kombat, don't really give a fuck. And that's where I turn this podcast up because we're about to talk to Mortal Kombat. Talk to Mortal Kombat like it's a fucking person. Anyways, Joe, I watched a documentary called Attack the Dock. It's uh, I guess the rise and fall of Attack of the Show. This was a uh. I guess talk show, maybe variety show on G four, I would argue that it was uh their biggest show. Uh bunch of bunch of skits and jokes and talking about stuff that's coming out like you said, and uh it was pretty funny and edgy for the time. Uh I think it died out a lot because of the rise of YouTube and uh, you know, being able to do things like this or whatever but in better better quality with better better cameras and much more money behind them but anyways the beginning of this documentary it says this documentary was made for the fans and by the fans and then you find out that it's fucking made by one of the guys from the show (laughs) (laughs) yeah makes sense Mm mm-hmm and he really, he really likes being that he was a part of this show. And he lets you know that in this fucking documentary. <laughs> but this was crowdfunded. So I guess there you go. By the fans for the fans. We took your money for it. Just to see what was up. I was just, because I watched this digitally, digitally on Amazon Prime. I think it was like two or three bucks. Very reasonable. Not like the six, seven, twenty bucks that they charge you. It's like, listen, oh, I was we're three minutes away. I can't listen here, you no good nick. $20, $8 to digitally rent a movie when it was $4 to rent the actual physical disc at a store. That's ridiculous. You don't have any overhead with these discs. People probably wouldn't be fucking sailing the high seas to watch your, can't swear yet, to watch your effing movies (laughs) if uh, you charged reasonable prices. But this one was reasonable. So I watched it, Joe, and uh, it was pretty good. I thought I watched a lot more of this than I did. I probably started watching... Oh, I don't know. Let's just say six months before Code Monkeys started. And that was probably my favorite show on the network. It was an animated show about uh, video game programmers. Very, very edgy for the time, Joe. And uh, I probably stopped watching uh, maybe six months to a year after Code Monkeys wrapped up. When, uh, all right, we're not bringing it back for a third season, brushed my hands. Well, I guess I'm done here, but me not really liking episodic television. That's a, that's a good time for me to follow something. So, uh, it's kind of hard to go back and watch any of these episodes of Attack of the Show since it was all very, uh, you know, it was a daily show. So it's just talking about what's coming out then and, uh, you know, around that time or the news of that day. But I did watch a bunch of clips from it. And, you know, it was pretty funny. Some of the stuff holds up. It's fucking definitely shit that probably wouldn't fly on fucking, you know, prime primetime uh, cable. Maybe it would. I don't know. So what, but, what's uh,
0: the title of this thing again?
1: Attack of the Doc. Get it? Hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Because
0: after that, like the rise and fall of, or what? Uh, okay. I
1: don't know. Okay. It's it's a document. It's a doc, son, on uh, the show Attack of the Show, and the main uh, host was uh, Kevin Pereira and Olivia Munn, who went on to. Bigger and greater things, like working with uh, what's-his-nuts, the X-Men guy. The guy who likes to have the pool parties. Yeah. That guy. She leveled up and got to work with him. (laughs) Oh, shit. But, yeah, uh, I don't see this documentary being for anybody who never watched the fucking show.
0: So, did they talk about like uh, the demise of the show or why they stopped doing it or just people just stopped giving a fuck?
1: Yeah, I guess uh, Comcast or something bought them out and they're just like, yeah, hey, we don't want to fuck with this anymore. <laughs> oh, yes, it's over 15 minutes. We made it, Joe. Sorry, I was going to say, fuck, I couldn't even do it 15 minutes again, but fuck that shit. We did it, Joe. Fuck, like, <sighs> then that's why I, I went ahead and started. Okay. Hello and welcome to this fucking episode of DWN Productions. <laughs> but yeah, man, it was good shit. If you like, uh, if you liked Attack of the Show or G4 or whatever, it was good shit. Kevin Pereira and Olivia Munn had some good chemistry for sure, and they did a lot of wild ass shit that wouldn't be able to be done today. Like, fucking, there was one segment that they were just dressed up like morbidly obese motherfuckers, just talking about how great it was being fat, not giving a fuck about your life. <laughs> then they had one skit where uh, Olivia Munn got hit by a car, and they brought her back as the lesbianic woman, and it was just a bunch of, as you would say, bold dyke humor. So... Definitely wouldn't be able to do shit like that anymore, and uh, it was just a lot of wild fucking shit, man. Uh, I watched a compilation of like the best of. It was maybe about forty minutes long, and I had a I had some good chuckles and shit. Like I said, I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll fucking download a couple episodes. Like ah, you can't unless there's like a certain date back because they got like a thousand episodes, maybe. Unless there's like a certain date you want to go back and remember that day. (laughs) I don't know. But it was funny shit. Uh, Man, it was just remembering how edgy you were able to be. And it was just good, clean fun. Nobody was fucking getting all up in arms about shit. But uh, the lack of black people was kind of (laughs) questionable. I did notice that when I was watching it. I know mean, where the fuck was this film? Alabama? Oh, it's still pretty funny, though, but <laughs> I did notice that. But, yeah, if you're a fan of Attack the Show, check out Attack the Doc. If uh, you're not, then I couldn't even recommend you going and watching any fucking YouTube clips or anything, because who gives a fuck? You had to be there, man. You, you had to be there. Or you didn't. Nah. Fuck do I don't care, really. He doesn't. Uh, um,
0: I watched the breakout hit, Terrifier 2.
1: Fuck! I have an acquaintance who was in that movie. Do you? I do, he flew an airplane or something. I don't Mm -hmm. know, I never watched a motherfucker.
0: I don't remember an airplane in this movie, but okay. Do you Uh, remember
1: a pilot? No. No, shit. Uh,
0: that doesn't mean it didn't happen I No, I could
1: asleep. be a fucking liar. I fell
0: asleep in this movie twice. <laughs> uh, it it starts off the next year Halloween, you know, uh in the first movie they killed Art the clown, but then some spirit brought him back to life. So we already know, hey, you can't kill this guy. You know, it's one of those movies. It's a Jason, it's a Freddy, it's a fucking Michael Myers, you know, you can't kill him. They're just, you know, they gotta write a plot around him killing other people. Because, uh, I don't know. But, they wrote a hell of a plot, Tom. A two and a half hour long fucking plot. This movie is long. And there's some dream sequences that are just fucking boring. Like, what the hell is... I don't know. They're trying to add some backstory to art you uh, know? you're
1: making a fucking slasher movie hour 20 hour 30 at max and get the fuck out of there
0: yeah um because it's all about the kills it's a slasher movie it's all about how you're gonna kill uh they're trying to do some backstory with him to where now he's got some little girl art the clown type character that's uh hanging out with him but sometimes other people can see her other times they can't so i don't know And our main character in this is some young lady that, uh, I don't know, has anxiety or some shit. And she's got a little brother that looks quite a bit like young Holland over here.
1: Uh, (laughs) Was he wearing red suspenders and shit? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, No, he looked uncannily like him at some points. Um, but the movie itself man it's like they're trying to tie it into like like their dad had some kind of connection to Art the Clown and they they build up on that you know and this the her dad she's making a costume for Halloween that her dad had designed that he drew her dad used to like to draw and they're making a big deal about this sword that her dad gave her so she's going to dress up like some kind of angelic character but uh Nothing really happens with the fucking sword. They do all this shit, all this background. They don't do anything with it. Like, they fucking forgot about it. Or, I don't know. You know, the special effects, they're pretty good for the most part, but, again, they break that cardinal rule of lingering too long. And it just, oh, well, that looks fucking fake. You know, or all their other quick cut stuff, that looks good, because, you know, you can't give people time to figure out how it's done, or, like, Oh shit! That looks—that's some horrible-looking rubber there. Um, the guy that plays Art the Clown, he does a good job. He's—he, uh, you know, it's just like the first movie. He's not doing anything different than that, but he can make—he uh, can make him fun and creepy too. So it's got that. I can see why it's got a lot of popularity behind it, but the movie's just—it's eh, yeah, all right, you know. It's nothing that I would want to watch again. Uh, the first one. I think I fell asleep on the first one too, the first time I saw that. So this has been a tradition. If they make another one, I don't know, it'll probably be a studio movie. So they will tell them, no, you need to cut that shit, you know, cut at least an hour out of that. We're going, we're we're going to have like eight screen times, you know, can't knock it down and have it just four screens. So how are we going to make money? It's a business man, it's a business. Fuck you. Harder people. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be something like that, Tom. I don't know. I guess if you're a fan of this, enjoy. I'm just an asshole with an opinion. Uh, Better opinion than yours, though. This movie ain't good.
1: (laughs) Would you pay uh, $65 for an 8x10 selfie combo from The Clown?
0: No, but I wouldn't do that with shit hardly anybody, I don't think. A lot yeah, of, I was. A lot of people will.
1: <laughs> I was thinking about checking this one out, and then I was just like, "Yeah, I don't really care for the first one. It's you know a mean-spirited, quote unquote, torture porn movie, and it's two and a half hours fucking long, dog." Very. <laughs> long. I've watched a uh, enough horror movies and just different movies in general to know that. Stabby McClown probably doesn't need a uh, two and a half hours to tell this chapter of whatever stories happening here. So I did see that uh like the lady's mauled face or whatever looks a lot better in the second one. So I applaud them for that. And I mean I seen a still image of that, so I'm good. That was my big gripe from the first movie, besides it not being very good. Well, then and if they improved on that.
0: At the end of it, because they cut off... Ar- they decapitate him at the end of this one. But that doesn't fucking matter. Like we established he can't kill him. So at the end of it, they have a post credit scene where it shows that one lady from the first movie. She's in the asylum. And... I don't know if she just starts screaming, you know, fucking blood starts coming out from between her legs. And then she gives birth to Arctic Clown's head. I don't know what the fuck's going on, what that had to do with anything.
1: I mean it sounds pretty edgy and cool. <laughs>
0: yeah, I guess so. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Oh, uh, she got a little head, you get it? Ah, till next time, bitch. Whoosh, and then Freddy's claws come up across the screen. The end. Oh, waka waka. fuck?
0: Isn't that exciting?
1: No. No. Oh. Well, Joe, what the fuck did I do? I, uh, I listened to an audio book. You like audio books, do you, Joe? Of course you don't. Look at you with your fucking glasses. You probably like the feel of a horror-bound book, and you sniff the pages after you turn each one. Look at that. What does it smell like? Probably Paper. your own seed, because I got sent a screenshot of your phone, and you had a lot of tabs open, Joe. Do you have no shame? We have no. Hey, everyone's out of the house. I'm going to paint the walls. Is no. that what you thought, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> Is that why you bought out all the peanut butter in Dallas, Texas, Joe? Because <laughs> it was just going to be you and the dog this weekend. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> Give me all the peanut butter you have in one pair of oven mitts, please. <laughs> Inca. Oh wait have okay. <laughs> Anyways, Joe, I watched I watched, I listened to tremendous uh the life of a comedy savage, the Joey Coco Diaz story. Hopefully they can fit more words in the title next time. It was pretty good, Joe. Do you know who this gentle fellow is? Not familiar with him. He's a big, fat Cuban man. I think he uh, he got most popular uh, doing his podcast, The Church of What's Happening Now. Excuse me. <clears throat> Used to listen to that shit all the fucking time. And then COVID hit, and they shut that down. He moved back to Jersey and uh, started a new podcast called Uncle Joey's Joint. Pretty much the same thing, but a sidekick isn't there anymore. Uh, starts out, he, uh, him and his mom leave Cuba, and I guess his sister wasn't able to get out of Cuba. I don't know how that fucking happens, but she's, like, never brought up again. (laughs) Just like, oh, yeah, me and my mom, we fucking moved to New Jersey or whatever, and my sister couldn't get out of Cuba. Shit. So, uh, His mom's, like, running a bar and fucking, like, fucking selling blow and pussy and shit out of it. And uh, that's what he was, uh, what's it, subjected to? Uh, What's that word I'm looking for? That's the world he was in at a very young age until, uh, I guess, the environment, yes, that was his environment. Like, instead of getting a babysitter or anything, the bar was his babysitter.
0: So, you're so telling it, that illegal immigrants from Cuba come to our country and start dealing drugs and prostitutes?
1: I don't know if they're dealing pro- I guess maybe they are, Joe. <laughs> but I misspoke. I meant to say Cuba. My bad, because they're Kubans, right? That's how you say it. (laughs) Yes. So, I mean, it's a a bunch of that growing up. His dad died young, so uh, he got a stepfather. And he's saying like his mom was just like one of these tough bra, bra, bar broads. Pardon me. That uh, pretty much what you would uh picture, what she was and shit like that, and uh, just uh, just really weird, just a really weird upbringing, and uh, at about sixteen, his mom dies of a heart with the eyes of a heart attack, and I was just like, ah, oh, shit, that that part got to me. I welled up a little bit. And then uh, from there, it's about him turning to a life of crime, selling blow, ripping people off, and uh, moving to Colorado, where uh, he hooks up with this one lady. They get married, have a kid and shit, he's fucking doing, still doing blow, fucking selling blow, he gets fucking caught up with a kidnapping charge, and he goes to fucking jail for a fucking year, or some shit, he gets out, and, uh, you know, his wife's with another guy now, or something, and uh, his kid's maybe four, or five, he's trying to be a part of her life. And the fucking, though, I guess the kid's mom and the new guy, they don't really want him having a part of it. So they're just kind of being a dickhead for it instead of, you know, fighting for your kid so you can see your kid kind of just comes off. Oh, it was it was too hard. So, you know, I just thought she needed a better life. So I just, you know, I just let him take care of her. That was it. I was out of her life now i'm i'm not a father joe you are i couldn't see myself just ah fuck it whatever could you is this something that you could do
0: no but a lot of people do that's not uncommon at all
1: weird Mm -hmm. very weird you know maybe it was because they just left their sister in cuba he goes, ah, whatever. And then uh, later on in the book, after he becomes quote-unquote successful and all that, he gets a hold of the mom asking uh, if like, they can talk to the kid or whatever, saying, oh, I'm off drugs or whatever, all that shit now. And so I'll pass the message along. And he never heard from her again, which kind of makes fucking <laughs> sense. <laughs> But, yeah, that shit's just fucking, I don't know. Like, that that's one of the main things in this book that I'm just like, yeah, you might have been able to overcome drugs and all that, but that's some piece of shit, shit, especially now that he has a kid with uh, another lady. But, well, I mean, I guess they're a happy family and all that now, good for him and shit. And he's like, yeah, now I got my second chance. Well, that's kind of a fucked up thing to say. <laughs> So what's his claim to fame, just
0: having a podcast?
1: Yeah, and he was in a a couple movies. I don't think like any major roles. He was one of the referees in basketball. Uh, He was in that Adam Sandler movie, The Longest Yard. But I mean he's a funny fucking dude. I won't take that away from him. Lori and I went to Austin one time, seeing him do stand-up. Oh dude, these motherfuckers are eating like chicken wings or whatever the fuck they bought in the front row. And he just blah 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 spitting. Oh, that, <laughs> that shit was fucking hilarious. <laughs> but yeah (laughs) oh shit those hungry bitches and uh yeah after that I mean he stops doing blow does a podcast and shit and I guess it all fucking works out in the end except for his fucking sister and his original daughter I guess but uh you know it was good I really liked it it was like uh Because a lot of these stories you heard him tell before on his podcast and shit, or as he would say, podcast, I guess that's how they speak, Joe, but, uh, yeah, I don't know why you would read the fucking book when he narrates his own audio book, just so it's like a long fucking version of the podcast, I guess, but, uh. It's worth checking out if you're a fan of his. Although, if you listen to the podcast, you probably heard this shit before. Uh, Besides hearing some wild-ass fucking stories and uh, having some laughs, I don't know why uh, I couldn't say, Oh man, you gotta pick this book up. It's so fucking enlightening and it'll change your life. I mean, there's some good stories in there, you know, like try and do better with your life and stuff like that. But uh, I'm happy he turned his fucking life around and he's doing better and all that. But that shit with the daughter and just leaving his sister in Cuba, even though he was a kid, I guess that's more on the mom. That shit just doesn't really sit right with me. But everyone's different. Walk a mile in their shoes and all that I guess it's easy to talk but uh you know people are people Joe <laughs> they're not things
0: <laughs> well Tom I watched uh, finally I watched the 2010 updated version of the Wolfman Universal Pictures
1: uh, do I have it here I saw this in theaters Did you? Opening weekend. Probably fucking the Thursday preview thing, to be honest with you. Well, yeah, so this one's going in the box.
0: Uh, (laughs) It's Benicio Del Toro. He's an actor, Tom. And uh, his sister-in-law comes by and says, hey, your brother's missing. Can you come back uh, to England, Old England, and try to find him? It's, nah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay, I'll do it. He goes back, and then turns out they've already found his brother. Dead. Tom's dead. Not just dead, but mutilated. Terribly mutilated. See, there's some kind of, I don't know, either a lunar tick that's going around, or some kind of creature, maybe a bear, that's going around just killing folks. And uh, the citizenry of this little town which they say it's a little town but later on they we see a skyline and it looks like fucking huge like they're in Paris. <laughs> I that we we're in the countryside but anyway he's hunting for this thing and he gets attacked and uh now he's cursed with the curse of the werewolf tom <laughs> he's uh talking with his dad there's something particular about his dad there's something that he doesn't know that's not quite right Turns out his dad is also a werewolf, Tom. His dad enjoys being a werewolf, though.
1: I can't remember in this one. Do they still call him Jimmy Talbot, or is it a different name since he's a Mexican guy now?
0: Larry Talbot, still. Okay. Yeah, and... uh,
1: It's not a very Spanish name.
0: No, and his father enjoys... White as snow. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony Hopkins. Sir... Uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins, yeah, for all that brave shit he did. He gets to be a knight. Uh, yeah, the movie's, eh, you know.
1: I can't say it was bad, but... No, shit sucks. You can say not, it was bad. So- it's all right. And know. fucking jumping around that little room, fighting the other fuck. get the fuck out of here! <laughs> All like, fuck, dude. Where you was look he? look like a fucking country bear when he's changing. He's wearing that little vest and shit. Fuck you!
0: <laughs> funny. that looks horrible, you know. And uh, yeah, the the fight between him and his dad at the end—it's like a fucking Marvel fight, you know. They punch and then they fly across the room. Slam into the wall. It's fucking yeah. That part's lousy. Um,
1: the whole movie fucking sucks, Joe. It's okay to say that. It
0: fucking it looks sucks. Good. You know, it's a good-looking flick. It was uh, in focus. There's times that that the the werewolf looks good, and then there's times that it looks bad. And that's what's rough about it. There's no consistency
1: to to how it looks. Makeup that I think Dave elsie did. That shit looks okay. Like, it kind of looks like the classic, kind of not. It looks okay, but then they fucking bring in the CGI and that fucking fur blur, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Awful. Rubbish for the bin, mate. The whole fucking thing, he's all chained up, and he's doing fucking Nightcrawler BAMF shit. Shit sucks. That fucking League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, when that fucking big jerk off what dr hyde when he's transforming it looks better and that shit fucking sucked so yeah Man,
0: movie you didn't even watch it again uh um, no
1: i'm fucking yeah. not watching this shit again ever
0: it was fair you know not fair enough for me to keep that movie but uh i don't know if you got nothing else to watch throw it on no nah,
1: fuck no or go listen look to at a yourself in the mirror
0: about a podcaster <laughs> <If that's-
1: laughs> fuck. yeah and this fucking this audio book it was only like six and a half hours long that does not seem like a long book uh-uh. so mm. but yeah fuck the wolf man whatever year it came out shit sucked oh but he has the cane you see the cane's there Ooh, that- fuck you Yeah, definitely go watch the one with Lon Chaney Jr. I mean, you can see all those stupid fucking flashlight effects where he changes into a werewolf. (laughs) That's better CG than the fucking shit in this movie. It sucked. Fuck. We went, we fucking drove, like, because it was before fucking, what's it called? the uh, Thursday night screenings were as popular and as big as they were now. It's not wasn't in every theater. So we had to drive up to Tomball, which was like an hour. It's in my fucking pants! Which was like a fucking hour and 20 minutes away. Oh, fuck. And then having to drive back after watching that garbage-ass movie. <laughs> Fuck off. I think I got a Euro there too. And it was fucking awful. Oh, really? A Euro at a movie theater sucked a dick, huh, fat boy? Yeah, it did. Shocked. I know. Fuck that movie. Joe? You ever heard of the film series The Watchers? Yes. You ever seen any of them? Maybe. I just watched the first one the other day. Read the the book is excellent. Is it excelente? It is. There was a time there,
0: that time period, when Dean Koontz was actually writing some good shit, and Watchers is among his best books. That's really, really good read.
1: So, what the, do you remember this book? Being the movie. About- I don't remember being very good at all. What do you remember the book being about?
0: Well, it's about uh, there's an escape, a dog escapes uh, from a laboratory where it's being tested, you know, and meets a kid. And the kid uh, turns out that the dog's fucking smart, Tom. It's not just a dog, but something else is busted out of there too, Tom. Some other creature that they've been experimenting on. And uh, I don't know, some lady and some fucking guy get together or something i don't know i don't know (laughs) good and the dog you know it's about a dog so you know it's likable to me
1: yeah so uh after the dog busts out of the after the lab busts out of the lab (laughs) comes across old cory hayne joe you remember him sure you do old two 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 so uh, Corey Haim takes uh, takes an affinity to the dog, and the dog takes an affinity to Corey Haim because he smells like peanut butter. <laughs> and uh, the fucking monsters hunting down the dog—people who work for the lab—are hunting down the dog and the monster. There's some okay-ish stuff in here. The uh, monster looks like a fucking herpes-infected crate beast from Creepshow, but uh, not as good. (sighs) I don't know, dude. I wasn't and never have been a fucking 11-year-old girl trying to get impregnated by fucking Corey Haim, so uh, I don't get it. I don't get why this guy was a thing. He couldn't act. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, this was a whole bunch of fucking who gives a shit, really. Uh, if you're interested, watch it, I guess. But there's fucking nothing in there. It's like, oh, you got a motherfucker. Michael Ironside's in it. He's fucking acting like Michael Ironside. If you haven't seen like what Michael Ironside looks like these days... Go look at that shit. That would be fucking more entertaining than watching this movie. Because he does not look like the same guy. Is the motherfucker from Cheers? (laughs) Crazy. But yeah. uh, Watchers, who gives a fuck? Tune in next week. Find out what's going on with Watchers 2. (laughs) I let you vote, but I'm going to be watching all this shit. Fuck you. How about that? We all win, except nobody watched or fucking voted for Peter Benchley's Creature. But who gives a shit? I'll watch that, too. Suck a dick. Joe, what did you watch?
0: I watched Metamorphosis, The Alien Factor. This, uh, Tom told me, is a sequel to The Deadly Spawn. And uh, this movie, it's not a sequel to The Deadly Spawn. In fact, I see... No connection, aside for we got some shit from space. Um
1: So the original people who made it, they set out to make a sequel. And then the script just kind of got away from them. You know how that happened? Just set out to do something, then just kind of gets away from... I I don't know what the fuck that means, but that was the explanation on why this was the Deadly Spawn 2. Well, none of the posters that I saw said Deadly
0: Spawn 2. Me neither. Uh, No, I've
1: seen it mentioned for sure.
0: This movie is about a uh like a lab, like a lab corporation that is uh is researching some DNA alien samples that the government gave them. That You know, hey, research this shit. Find out what this stuff is. And uh, things are going all right. They got some, like, little pet pet alien creatures there. So it's not just DNA. They got fucking organisms there. And uh, one of them is just, like, some weird-looking little... I don't know what the fuck it is. It just looks stupid. Uh, The other one is the dog from The Thing. It just got its head out there. But uh, the guy slips up one day, and he gets bit by one of these creatures. So now he's undergoing a metamorphosis. Well, not just any metamorphosis, Tom. This one has an alien factor to it. Not just a
1: alien factor. It has the alien factor.
0: uh, The guy's just changing, so now they're fucking trying to figure out, well, how do we save him? How do we reverse this alien factor. But, you know, turns out, like, hey, sometimes when people don't come home, like, their families notice that. You know, like, you to work and you don't go home. Like, the kids are probably going to notice. And his daughters do. Hey, where the hell's dad? What's oh, that?
1: shut up, you silly bitch. It says here in the computer that he never went. He was probably off drinking. Shoo-shoo. Get the fuck out. Kill her! Yeah. Escalated very quickly.
0: So, yeah, the guy that's running the lab, the guy that owns the corporation, he uh, he's trying to hush this all up. And if that means killing a couple of girls to do it, that's what he's going to do. He hires two, uh, brings two thugs in. You know, not your typical Italian goombas this time. Uh, goombas?
1: We have a, like from uh, Super Mario? <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> Fucking racist. You've got a gentleman. Wearing a nice tie, and then you have this other guy that uh, just likes to shoot stuff and ask questions later. Tom, um, um, this movie's all right. Out of all the other stuff I've, I've watched or have talked about, this is definitely the best one I watched this week. Uh, yeah, better than Terrifier 2. Uh, the Alien, for the most part, looks good, you know, but there's times when they do yeah. some. Uh, motion and claymation or whatever and that looks really really bad and i
1: think it has charm joe of course you do but i think (laughs) uh
0: but the monster looks all right you know
1: for the most part there's these little fucking mandible things it put like on the real on the like the far end of the tip of the mouth To make it have, like, oh, it's an extra mouth, like some weird insect alien mandible thing. You could have got rid of that. You didn't need to put a mouth on a mouth. That's kind of. And it's pretty. It's what? Yeah, I agree. It looks good. Uh, the monster pretty much looks the same as the first one, except it's a little more elongated, I guess, Traymore esque. But, uh, for the most part, it looks very similar to uh, the monster in the first one, except uh, the guy gets bit by an <coughs> alien and he slowly transforms into this thing. And, uh, it's some of the stuff's pretty crude, but, uh, it's fun. It's. I mean, it would be horrific to go through this. Like this guy's turning into like a fucking bloody pile of cum, and everybody's just around him. You know, just taking notes, living their life, so happy-go-lucky. Who the fuck is calling it this time? And a one. That's we I know. Ah. And uh, yeah, he's clearly in a lot of pain. And they're just like, you know, just smiling, taking notes, letting him go through as as much pain as the human body could possibly withstand instead of just walking up and putting a bullet in his fucking head or something. But uh, all that stuff's cool. Uh, a lot of cool effects and monster stuff. If you're a fan of monster movies and creature features, I'm sure you pass this one up a lot because the fucking DVD art is just fucking awful. Uh, I know that's why I haven't watched it till now. but uh,
0: I'd never even heard of this one before you, you mentioned it last week.
1: That's just because you're not down. You fake the funk, as they say. But yeah. that's okay,
0: Joe the poster. I don't remember ever seeing that anywhere.
1: Yeah, it was just DVD art, so as long as you didn't spend all your days just roaming the fucking movie aisles and not getting blown, then you probably would never have seen this, Joe. Unfortunately, that's what I was... That's what I was doing. But yeah, it's uh, it's worth a watch. It's worth checking out. Uh... I think it's on par with the deadly spawn. I think the main monster in the first one looks a little better just because it doesn't have that stupid extra set of fucking mandibles or whatever it's supposed to be. But uh, beyond that, I think it's pretty, pretty on par. Again, simple fucking story, but uh, so is the first one. Watch them both, or don't. I don't give a fuck at all. At all, Joe. You know what I do give a fuck about, though? Tomatoes? No. I give a fuck about walking the edge, Joe. Because, you know, if you take one step, then you're off the edge. And what does that mean? You're not walking the edge anymore, I guess. You ever heard of this one? No. This is uh, one starring old Bob Forrester, and he's a a cabbie. Because, you know, he looks like the kind of guy who would play a cabbie in a movie. So uh, a lady hires him to uh, drive her around for the day. But what he doesn't know is that uh, her husband and son were just murdered by Joe Spinell and his gang because her husband was a drug dealer. So now she's out for revengeance. So she stops at the first place, kills the guy, goes smoothly. And then she says, okay, take me to this fucking auto mechanic place. And the rest of the guys are there. And uh, it doesn't go as smoothly, Joe. So now they're on the run and they have to hide out. And Now it's up to old Bob Forrester to get his balls in his hands and get revengeance on all these motherfuckers. It's pretty good, Joe. Uh, a very, very good Saturday movie. You watch this and be like, ah, oh, yeah, I had everything I wanted out of a movie like this.
0: So why is You'll...
1: he
0: Did they not pay the fare? Or...
1: Because the guys are going to kill him because they think that he's part of it. Ah, Okay. He's going to get to them before they can get to him. And one of the guys, he fucking. About him. Yes. Yeah. So one of the guys, he follows into a bathroom and then sticks a knife right up his asshole before he calls him a real asshole. (laughs) And then he shoves the knife further up his asshole. (laughs) And then he shoves the knife even further up this guy's asshole and then they just cut to a fucking shot of blood just spilling out of the sky. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Cause when you think good old Bob Forster, you don't think of him shoving steak knives into the backsides of men. You see Uh good stuff, Joe. You'll like it because it has a lot of language that is frowned upon these days. So, uh, <clears throat> all around just a pretty you know what it doesn't have everything you'd want you personally i don't like this stuff in the movie so that's probably why i liked it a little more no rape so that was that was a nice thing to see in a good old revenge movie that uh, there was a lack of rape <laughs> so check out fucking walking the edge uh, it's going out of print on the old Vinegar Syndrome site, so you can get it for 10 bucks plus shipping, which is uh, very, very fair, I would say. Also, considering that their movies are $85 plus shipping and tax. <laughs> so, Walking the Edge would recommend, Joe. <clears throat> hey, Joe. You like a you like a little marinara on those noodles, or are you more yeah. of a bolognese fan?
0: Yeah, I'd rather do the bolognese. It's a meat uh,
1: sauce.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this was Tom's pick for our
1: new. It uh, wasn't my pick, Joe. Whose pick was it? It was. It was the audience's pick. Uh. Unlike the- some people, I don't vote <laughs> in our own shit.
0: Which uh. I didn't know there was more than two, and uh, hadn't seen this movie in quite a while, and it's just not re- funny. <laughs> the movie about tomatoes that start attacking the populace, but if you're honest, that's just what holds the movie together, you know, because uh, it's just a series of gags that uh, that they're doing. That it's just dumb. It's just like. A bunch of silly, dumb shit that is unfortunately not funny.
1: (laughs) So as we talked about uh, last week, we're going to start the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes franchise. And I said, Joe, this first one, not the biggest fan of. It's uh, very, I don't know the name for this type of comedy But uh, I want to call it like who's on first comedy or uh, throw everything at the wall and see what sticks comedy. I don't know which one uh, fits better. But I think this was like the first one of those movies, because on the interviews on the Blu-ray, it said Airplane came out a few months after this one. In like, airplanes, the go-to when you're talking about this style of a comedy movie. So I think this could be the first one. While it still isn't my favorite one in the series, I did like it more, this go-around. Maybe because it's been fucking years, decades since I've seen it. Maybe I thought it was going to be like a lot worse, but uh, it was okay. I don't think I'll watch it again for a very, very long time, but uh, it was all right. It just starts out, tomatoes start killing motherfuckers. If you eat them, you die. Or they just fucking make fucking noises like that and fucking attack you. All different shapes, all different sizes. Some of them may be apples. You'll never know unless you pause and look at them and be like, oh yeah, those are a couple apples. But uh yeah, it's just a lot of just a lot of cram is as many fucking jokes in there as we as we possibly can. And I will say there was one joke that I fucking was not expecting even though I seen this movie and I fucking, I laughed for probably a good whole minute, Joe. And I know that uh, you said there was a joke in this movie that you liked. So would you like to tell us the one thing you found funny in in this movie, Joe? No, but... (laughs) (laughs)
0: starts off with a helicopter crash. And it's like, fuck. Like, <laughs> I did some research, Tom. I read some little things. It says that was not planned. No. Just wrecked this thing. And it ended up costing them.
1: <laughs> like, more than the movie.
0: More than the movie, yeah. That they wrecked the, the helicopter rental. <laughs> it's pretty fucked. But, uh... Yeah, no, I didn't like the musical numbers. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like everybody looks weird in it, you know, just an odd looking people.
1: Yeah, it's uh, extremely dated. Yeah. <laughs> so what? You like this less than the house movies, Joe?
0: Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> But uh, we're definitely living up to the terrible horror crap, because uh, that's some not good shit. Not shit I'm watching. You know, I'm not having fun with this. Like, why am I fucking? <laughs> you know, <it's> the so Thompson <laughs> in the square next to me. I don't know.
1: That one joke was pretty good, though.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was
1: that one.
0: Fun joke and I knew it was coming. Still oh,
1: it's a fruit. Ah, I see. <laughs> Terrific. Ten out of ten tomatoes, Joe. That's what I that's what I would give it.
0: Yeah, and I'm not looking forward to watching the other one. So I don't even know if they're streaming anywhere. Hopefully they're not. That way I just say, nah, couldn't find it, Tom. Tell us all about it. The, uh,
1: the second one is, and uh, I did send you links to the other ones. Did you? So I did. Fuck. All right. Mm. So, uh, yeah, next week, get ready for Return of the Killer Tomatoes, starring Dust Till Dawn's own George Clooney, Joe. Can't wait. Definitely uh, a different style of humor. In the next one, and I think John Aston comes in. In the next one, could be the third one, but I think he does show up in the next one, Joe. And we all know how much of a Gomez fan you are, but more than a Gomez or a Gomezite, as more as somebody who would like to have sex with geriatric John Aston. You'd even more so like to have sex with Spider-Man, Joe. So how about you swing into another exciting adventure of Spider-Man?
0: When we last left Spider-Man, he was plummeting to his death. He was going to die. You know, there's no buildings to latch onto with a trusty old web shooter. But how's that to stop a Spider-Man when he can just shoot his webs and make a hang glider out of it? Might be a little bumpy of a landing. How he manages this to make a hand glider out of webs, I don't fucking know. It's dumb. That That is the dumbest shit. Yeah, never tried it before, but hey. (laughs) So he hang glides back into the city. All right, that was fun. Let me go back (laughs) to the apartment and wash my uh, uniform. And while he's there, his neighbor brings him some cake. Big excitement. Going on in Spider-Man's. He goes uh, back to the Daily Bugle. And Jay Jonah Jerkland's run off another secretary. You know, just yelling at her being mean. Threatening to hit the poor young lady. We learn that their, their uh, competition... I forgot what that other paper is called. They've been hiring a lot of the staff from the Daily Bugle. Are they going to come after P- Peter Parker and get them to co-work for them? I don't know. We'll find out. But anyway... Dr Octopus pops up. He's at some plant or some fucking uh science place cuz he's got a plan to get rid of a uh, Hammerhead, the ghost of Hammerhead that's been following him around. And so he lures Hammerhead there. But, and
1: Auntie May is still with him.
0: Mhm. Uh yeah, cause she don't want to be around that dreadful Spider-Man's, but Spider-Man's is there. And uh oh, wait a minute. This is all a setup. This is exactly what Hammerhead wanted because this, this thing that Doctor Octopus built that's supposed to get rid of the ghost turns Hammerhead back into a flesh and blood Hammerheaded gangster, Tom. And that's so he
1: created a god machine.
0: Yeah, and that on that fucking uh, cliffhanger there, you know, shit. Hammerhead's back. What now? I don't know. Beat him up. mechanical arms of yours that are supposed to be so badass, just kick his ass?
1: Uh, as long as he doesn't headbutch into cock, he should be alright, bud.
0: Yeah. Uh. Yeah, another not good issue. <laughs> You're the, kidding! I thought the art was a little bit better this time around. uh, But not good.
1: You well, know? That's just because a week before the pages were due, Good old Ross Andrew got hit by a bus. Probably. <sighs> yeah. Luckily, his arms still work, so he'll be back next issue. Hey, Joe, you like lists?
0: Sometimes, Tom. Other times, I really don't. But, uh, you know, spur of the moment, Tom asked me, hey, what's our list? And so I saw that uh, they were doing a coronation for that weird-looking dude out in England, making him their king. Like, one of the oddest-looking motherfuckers around. That's your king. But anyway, got me thinking, like, we should do our top ten movies that have to do with kings. And at number five, I have The King of New York, starring Christopher Walken. Good movie, Tom. Comes out of prison, he's gonna get his empire back. The king, long live the king!
1: So everybody's got a Christopher Walken impression, Joe, and that being your number five, I'm sure you got a pretty good one. Hey, Tom! (laughs)
0: What? There we go. (laughs) It's nothing. Nothing. Just like him.
1: No. <laughs> oh, shit. Joe, my number five is the John Goodman Classic King Kong, Skull Island. Kings in the name, you see. It is.
0: Tom, at number four, I have King Kong, the 1976 version. He's the king of that island, kind of. I don't know. They worship him, you know. He's not wearing a crown or anything. He's, He's King Kong. That's his name. That's what the natives call him.
1: Jeff Bridges went on to make much better things. Joe, my number four is GMK, Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, Giant Monsters All Out Attack. Kings in the name, you see. Mm-hmm. And number three,
0: have Bubba Hotep, which features the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley. Good movie. I dig it. I think Tom froze. Nope. Oh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) not at all. (laughs) I can say, well, that's all we got time for today, (laughs) folks. Number three, Uh I have Godzilla: Final Wars because Godzilla's the king of the monsters. You see. Good.
0: And number two, I have the jungle book, which features uh King Louie. And uh doesn't matter which jungle book you pick, all the adaptations have been good.
1: I like the most recent Disney Live adaptation where uh, Christopher Walken played his voice, Joe. Whose voice? King Louie. Did he play King Louie? I don't remember that, but okay. You're a Christopher Walken fan. I guess I am. Joe, my number two is a movie about a man with a growth on his pecker. No, not me, but Elvis. Bubba Hotep. (sighs) I bet the book sucks, because it's a book. But the movie's pretty good, because it's a movie, Bubba Hotep.
0: At number one, I have Excalibur, the best movie ever made on the Arthurian legends, Arthur being King Arthur, Excalibur being his
1: sword. It was in the stone, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. Joe, my number one is about a man, but not named fuck, but not any man, a man named El Ray. And as for all our Russian fans out there know, El Ray means the king. And he starred in the movie Planet Terror. And Joe, those were our top ten movies. About Kings. But tune in next week. Where we count, count, count down. Our top five injuries. That we've suffered through our lives Joe. So tune in for that. Head on over to dwnproductions.net. Get a mask. Maybe you want some shit. Painted like that. I'm going to paint a few fucking more things like this. I'll have them at Frightmare. Maybe you'll want them. Maybe you won't. Head on over to dwnproductions.net. Maybe there's something over there that you want painted like this. But if not, I'll fucking paint it however the fuck you want. Joe, shirts? Uh...
0: FastCustomShirts.com It's right here. Go over there, pick some shirts up. I'm busy this week, next week, the week after that. Got a lot of shit to do, but place an order if you want to anyway. It'll get done.
1: Everybody, have a fucking great week. Smell like angels out of smell. And boy, God.